being somebody or something is very important in our culture. Sometimes to the point of being all-consuming, it is a major paradigm. A person's worth in society is determined by what they've accomplished. While there is value and joy that comes from accomplishment, I want to suggest a different paradigm for living. I advocate that we start out with the acknowledgement that at our core, we are no thing. As Sartre stated, existence precedes essence. What this means is that the central focus of our lives is our existence, that as human beings, we exist. Everything else derives from this fact of our existence. Thus, ultimately, at my core, I am all process. I am a stream of consciousness. I am not a thing. From this place of no thingness, I discover and define my unique existential identity. What is powerful about this paradigm is that I am the subject of my life. The internal essential self is all that exists and thus is all that matters. Acknowledging that we are no thing goes against the cultural paradigm that we are all something. One must come from the space of one's no thing in order to be authentically something. If I am just something, I have only two choices in life. I must continuously strive to hold on to that something, or I must push myself to be another something. By coming from my nothingness, I open up the depth of who I truly am. I have the freedom to discover what I want my something to be because my whole identity is not solely based upon my something. Rather than feeling devastated that I am no thing, I embrace the freedom that it gives me because I always know that no thing will move into something. It is the nature of existence. Crisis often mobilizes us to experience the transitory nature of life and our nothingness. For example, if I have only identified myself from the something of being a nurse, a wife, or the parent of an honors child, my life can be shattered if I lose my job, my husband divorces me, or I discover my daughter is using drugs. There's a loss of identity a loss of my somethingness. This is a very authentic reaction. Grief needs to happen to come to grips with what has been lost, with the dreams that will never be realized. Grieving is a letting go of what was, and this allows me to experience my nothingness so that then I can discover and embrace what has genuine meaning for me in who I am now. That is the essence of an existential authentic identity. It is always changing, even if subtly and unrealized. But that I can eventually move into a new authentic identity at all is a miracle. It can happen because at our core, we are no thing, not a something. Because existence precedes essence. 
I had the ability over time to make meaning of my life from the process in the moment. Thus, for example, the loss of my job mobilizes me to discover that I'm ready to pursue a different career. And now I have the opportunity to discover a new career that will inspire me. Or my divorce gives me time to take stock of myself and to discover my part in the ending of the marriage. I use this newfound self-awareness to take responsibility for how I want to be in my next relationship. With the discovery of my daughter's addiction, I come to grips with the fact that I was not the mom that I thought I was, nor was my daughter who I thought she was. I use this knowledge to reevaluate my relationship with my daughter and decide to be more engaged with her life. Thus, meaning can be made from the events that occur in our lives because ultimately, who we are at our core no thing is all process, is a free flow of consciousness, is simply existence. I exist, therefore I am. This gives us the potential to allow a phoenix to rise out of the ashes of our life so a new life can emerge from the death of what was. And this allows us to forgive the deaths we see in those around us, for they too will change in their something. But being able to recognize their essential no thing will give you the wisdom to recognize that something doesn't really matter.